get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. The Cardinals still have some players that theoretically could be packing their bags by the end of the day, most notably Jack Flaherty and Paul DeYoung, who are both going to be free agents. <laughs> it's interesting that... Uh, the Cardinals and Blue Jays have completed two deals here, the Henesis Cabrera deal and then the Jordan Hicks deal. And General Manager Ross Atkins of the uh, of the Blue Jays told reporters, and this is in Derek Gould's piece today at stltoday.com, that he and the Cardinals did exchange bigger concepts and talked about several of their players, as is usually the case. I, I just never thought about this until now, but how about watching... A Blue Jays playoff game where you have Cabrera in the eighth and Hicks in the ninth. <laughs> oh, CD, you mentioned that yesterday. Yeah, they're going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, watching them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cardinal Red. They're going to do great. They're yeah, not, no, it's have... Blue Jay Blue. Oh. Still birds. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it'll be a bird watch for real. It will. Let's go to the celebrity <laughs> line, and it was great to see Mike Claiborne yesterday at the Ted Savage Golf Tournament that the uh, folks at Cardinals Care put on to benefit Cardinals Care. Claib's good morning, and it was good to see you. How you doing? I'm great, and uh, but I haven't been traded yet. I'm waiting. No, you are. Waiting you, you are. You are not getting dealt. You are. You, you, sure? You're an untouchable. <laughs> you know why? Because it's a lack of skill. That's, <laughs> so that's the uh, only reason why they get traded: lack of skill. Uh, I, I asked these guys earlier. My take it or leave it was: uh, Jack Flaherty and Paul DeYoung suit up for tonight's game. Take it or leave it. Leave it. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 I did too. I don't see either one of them being here. Well, following up with that, Klaibs, are you surprised or not surprised that Jack Flaherty hasn't been moved yet? And based off of that answer, I'm anticipating that you think that he will be moved here soon. Well, you know what, I, Brooke, it's, it's a great question. I just think that in this situation, they're probably just holding on as long as they can to get as much as they can. Because I think now that teams have seen what the landscape looks like as far as tr- who's trying to load up, and then all of a sudden you have to look at those teams and look at their assets. Do they have the assets that you want? So the longer you wait, the either the better the deal can be, or you have to be careful where you don't want to be standing there without a chair when the music stops. And so it's, it's a two-way street for this reason. You either get what you want and you keep them and you qualify him, okay? When the season's over, you qualify him. So, you know, you can qualify them and then, you know, pay them for a year and then still be able to move them. So I, I think the Cardinals are in a great situation. And I think Jack is too because either way, you know, it's going to work out for both sides. Clay, what is your confidence that the Cardinals can get an ace either at the trade deadline or via free agency next year? Oh, man, Kerry, I, you know what, man? I just don't know. And here's the reason why, because I don't know how many aces are out there. You know, the, 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 that that term has changed. Uh, we, we used to think was an ace was a guy who would go eight or nine innings, you know, and, and just really be durable and be tough. Now we I, we think an ace now is six innings, maybe seven. And, you know, it, it, it's just a different definition, in my opinion, on what an ace is. And I'm not believing that you need to have an ace. I think you, have to, I think you really need two twos two number twos in your rotation. Because if you get in the postseason, that's what you're going to have to have. Two guys who can get you through seven innings, 
you know, and, and not necessarily be shut out pitchers, but make it tough on the other guy. And and I think that whole the whole dynamic of that position is is changing as we speak. There's no doubt about it, Mike. And you just look at the best team in the National League, Atlanta. They have two second-year 24-year-olds that are leading their rotation. Strider is an ace. He's established 11-3. and three. He's thrown 123 innings. He's struck out 199. But then their, their number two pitcher, Bryce Elder, 8-2. and two. Uh, But he has only struck out 89 and 121. But an ace, like you said, doesn't give you as many innings as he did before. But he just needs to take the ball. And that's a big thing with those guys. They have three players that have taken the ball all year long, Spencer Strider, Bryce Elder, and Charlie Morton, the, the grizzled veteran. Yeah, and you know what, Randy? It's funny you say that. You talk about Strider. The guy has how many innings? A hundred and what? 123. You and I have seen guys who would do twice that many. Yep. They do 250 innings, you know, and still say, who's next? <laughs> and that, and that's where the game has changed. Well, we reward guys, oh, if we can get them to 180 innings, you know, he's our ace, you know. And I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at these, I say, you kidding me? And, you know, and, and I think for me, as I look at guys today and I say to myself, okay, you tell me you're bigger, faster, stronger, you have the all-season workout programs, you got your own physical guru, your personal guru, and the most you can give me is 180? It's something wrong with the. It's something wrong with the picture here. It's different, and it's not just the pictures. And I was going to ask you guys the questions yesterday. Nobody asked you questions, so I should have. But you mentioned the people that were in the room yesterday. Scott Terry, grizzled, tough, competitive guy. Ray Langford, grizzled, tough, competitive guy. Nobody more competitive than our buddy Brian Jordan. And this isn't just indigenous to the Cardinals, Mike. Who around baseball brings what those guys brought to the table? Is there a player in baseball that plays the way that those guys played? No. Um, you know, and I was kind of trying to process this. And, and, you know, we have these anointed tough guys, and I just don't know who that is. I mean, everybody thinks Max Scherzer is a tough guy. Max Scherzer has given up the third most home runs in, in baseball, okay? Max Scherzer and Verlander, they're like six-inning pitchers. And – if that's the gold standard, then I don't know what to say other than maybe the, the back-end bullpen guys are, are going to be more valuable. I don't think you can win if you don't have, like, four guys in your bullpen and really maybe five that, that are difference makers. And I look at Baltimore. I look at the Phillies. <clears throat> excuse me. They both have four or five guys in the back-end that are probably as important as, as their starters. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the game is going. Yeah, and I know it's they, there. It's well, there, isn't it? Yeah, we don't want to see guy. You know, they say, well, we don't want our pitcher. I started to see a guy the third time around in the batting order because they make adjustments. Well, you know what? If if, if pitchers wouldn't show everything in the first two innings mm-hmm. on what they have, maybe they would be around for the seventh inning or the eighth inning because that way you 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 now know what they can hit and then you show them something else that they haven't seen, oh, yeah, then it's game on. But they don't think like that. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm speaking from, from a fan perspective, never pitching the big leagues, never coaching the big leagues. But I would think if, if just common sense would say, why am I showing him a cutter or a changeup late in the game when I already have a fastball and a curveball? You know, so, I mean, it's just – 
it's just philosophy to me that really kind of makes me think w- w- maybe we're not going in the direction that we used to be. That's a good point, Claves. I, I wanted to ask you because we were talking about some of the trade names that we've been talking about, Jack Flaherty and possibly even moving Paul DeYoung, and I assume he's going to get moved today too. But is there somebody else that you think that could possibly be on the move where they could maximize what they get into return from the trade deadline? Um, well, you know, I don't like to put guys' names out there, but you have to kick the tires on Dylan Carlson and Alec Burleson. You have to kick the tires on those guys. And I don't want either one of them to go. And I want to be clear on that because I think they really can help this team. But if I'm from the outside looking in, I really have to look at those guys and the assets they, and the assets that they have. Claves, if you're looking at, at the guys that have left, you got Jordan Montgomery, Jordan Hicks. Obviously, I know Jordan Hicks is a, is a guy that I think has the, the future in front of him. What do you think is, is – when they go to these other places, if they have the success that they didn't have here or as much success, does that put a, a stain a little bit on what the Cardinals are doing? Well, you know, man, you know what? Yes and no. I mean, you know, Jordan Hicks was born as a Cardinal, okay? Um, it, it, take, it took him some time to grow, and now he's a full-grown baseball player. I mean, you know, we know about his control. We know about his velocity. He's settling into the closing role. And I don't know if he's going to be a closer in Toronto. But I'll say this. That's a guy, when he's a free agent, and I know they try to sign him, you know, before they uh, trade him. That's a guy I probably need to come back to and see if I can bring him back for this reason. While we're building for 24, I don't know how you can win in 24 if you don't have a closer. And he's already proven that he can do that. Now, I know we have Ryan Helsley. And Ryan Helsley has been good. He was good leading up to the All-Star game last year. And after that, he had a couple of ouchies and some, some hiccups along the way, and then he had an injury. And he wasn't as effective this year. The same thing could apply. But, you know, when Jordan Hicks is healthy, Jordan Hicks is really good. And I think you want to have a guy who understands what that role is, where he can get you out with more than one pitch. And so that's the guy I would think about trying to go out and resign. Hey, Claves, before we get to go uh, get to what's going on at Claves Online, who was your who are you most excited about seeing yesterday that you don't see on a regular basis? Well, I don't see you enough. Yeah, we don't <laughs> see each other enough. You're right. I would start with you. Man, you know what? Um, anytime you see Ozzy, and, you know, we see each other a little bit more. Um, but, you know, every guy like Ray Langford, who doesn't live in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and you think about him having the most home runs in Bush Stadium, too. Um, let's see who else. I, I saw Scott Cooper yesterday, you know, one, one of the really good players. And a great uh, guy. Yeah, and a wonderful person. He got me ready. He, I was going to my first fantasy camp, and I went to go see him to make sure I had a good stroke down. And I could not wait. After I got had a couple of lessons with him, I was like, game on. You know, <laughs> I, was waiting on I was waiting on somebody to sign me. And <laughs> they wanted to sign me to agree not to come back. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, gosh, you know, that's a great question. Well, and you know what, Clay, I always enjoy, and we're, we're talking, you and I are, are old school. Uh, man, I, I love talking to Danny Cox. Yeah, I was, you know what, I was going to say that. Because Danny Cox, to me, is the ultimate teammate. Uh, and if you if you play with Danny, and you you guys get different people on your show that play with him, and, and there's always a Danny Cox story that makes him so special. 
Yeah, he's good as it gets. All right, so, uh, what do we got going on at Claves Online right now? Well, we have lunch with Claves and Joe today because we were going to do it yesterday, but obviously we had the golf tournament. We have that. Uh, Joe and Rammer will do uh, daily cars today, and that should be interesting because we don't even know who's going to be in the lineup today. <laughs> right. uh, Dr. Rick, Dr. Rick Lehman with the podcast talking about a lot of things with regard to sports medicine. Uh, Bob Nightingale and I will do our thing on Thursday, so we'll have everything behind us so we can kind of reflect on what's going on there. And you know what? A week would not be complete if you didn't have a walk in the fairway with Nick Ragone from Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Perfect. Looking forward to that. We'll go to ClavesOnline.com and check it out. Michael, always good to see you as I did yesterday. Always good to hear your voice, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Well, as we say, when you get to our age, uh, Randy, it's better to be seen than viewed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Michael. See you later. All right. You guys have a great day. You Take too. care. That's Bye. the great Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN.